0: Welcome to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg, with another show, post-game show for the Denver Broncos versus the Oakland Raiders, Denver 31, Oakland Raiders 17, but the points really don't show the entirety of the game, they don't show the tempo, they don't show what really happened in this game. Uh, 31 points seems like a lot, but uh, th- those points actually didn't happen until... Uh, Some very big turnovers and lack of performance by the entire offense. Let me get into this podcast and get into it quickly. Now, of course, you're all expecting me to rip Kerry Collins again for yet another performance because everyone else in media has been ripping him the entire last two days. I don't need to rip Kerry Collins. He understands his poor performance, and so does everyone else. I just try to point it out sooner than later. It'd be easy to blame Collins for this loss. Number five was nowhere to be seen in the Coliseum of the 60,000 or so screaming and, yes, booing fans. I take the boos as a necessary part of football. I will not take the boos out of football. Uh, if when a player or a team does not necessitate what has to happen on the field, well, then they're going to get what the fans deserve to do. Express their feelings about the performance of their team. This goes for any team, and it goes for the Oakland Raiders, being the most passionate fans in the NFL and the best fans in sports. Collins, when he needed to have the best game out of this guy, we got his worst. His worst of the season, and probably the worst he's had the past two two, two seasons. Three interceptions, unacceptable. Countless low and high throws, at uh, one time, he threw into four-man coverage. Luckily, it was a terrible throw for all of those guys, too, because the ball hit the ground before they had an opportunity to intercept it yet again. You know, Collins' quarterback rating before the game was third in the NFL in passing yards, which is a remarkable when you look at our record. I will have to say that I'm not surprised that you're expecting me to rip Collins because it would be so very easy to do so. But Collins is just one point, one cog, one player—an entire scheme of teammates who disgustingly played. Let me just say, it's—I find it hard to find these words, and you can tell by my frustration that it's just, well, it's just frustrating. Can I have to say that? I think I will say that. Carry <clears throat> through for an incredible 310 yards, uh, 126 yards for the other team. On the Raiders' first possession, Collins threw deep for Porter, and he dropped the ball. The ball was probably overthrown a little bit. I was there, I saw it, but Porter should have caught it. That's not the problem. The problem being that it was third down and five. We just had gotten a five-yard penalty called against the Denver Broncos, and we only had a five yards to make up for first down because we were driving the ball. How Norv Turner thought that we could throw the ball long on a third and five was just beyond me. I shook my head, I hit my fist against the chair, and was totally blown away. How can you stall a drive by trying to go for a touchdown on a third and five when you have an opportunity to make a first down and continue to control the ball, control the clock, and rest your defense? Turner is a blithering idiot. He is probably the worst coach in the NFL, definitely the worst coach in the AFC, and has no business running the Oakland Raiders. Jimmy Ray is less than Turner. He deserves no job in the NFL and should go find a job in social services somewhere. That being said, I place the entire blame of this loss on the coaching Rob Ryan did an excellent job, and the defense gave the offense every opportunity to win this game. That was obvious to every Raider fan. Everyone in the stands was saying the same thing. Oh, good, it's three and out. We have a chance to run the the offense again. Let's get out there and move the ball. In a myriad of misplays and poor coaching, the offense had no opportunity to win this game because the coach didn't allow it. The players played anemically, like they weren't into the play either. The Oakland Raiders offense did not come to win this football game. The coach obviously does not know how to win a football game. Collins was being pressured like he has never been pressured up to this point. He got sacked four times, which was unacceptable for the offensive line. It's supposed to be better than last year. I would have to tell you that Kerry Collins threw a lot of missed balls, but he was pressured way more than average. And we all know that Kerry Collins cannot take pressure. Where were the tight ends? Where was the throw, the short throw, the short dump off when he got pressured? Why didn't we take advantage of their blitzing package and burn them like they burned us with a tight end? This is all on Turner. Now, don't get me wrong. I still don't think Kerry Collins is the man for the job. I don't think he's the quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. He is a good backup quarterback and would be a great backup quarterback for the Raiders if that was the case. I do think that Tui and that Walter should get an opportunity to play this season if we lose another game. Until then, Kerry Collins is our quarterback, we have to support him we can't boo him in the first quarter of the game however i will not apologize for booing this guy in the third and fourth quarter of the game if he shows a performance like he did against denver i would go as far as to say booing turner would even be a better idea and if that was possible if we could get the the cue into turner that we're booing him that would be wonderful Perhaps some kind of chant like, Turner must go. That's what sound beautiful in the Coliseum, and I'd love to hear it resound through the hallways. There was no sense of urgency in this team when it was 17-0. to These guys strolled up to the line like they had a Sunday morning walk. They're playing a team that was 6-2 and going into this game, and they had no sense of urgency when they were down by 21 points in the fourth quarter was there a sense of urgency no was there any hurry up offense no was there any plays that were designed for a 2 minute drill perhaps to get in 2 minutes to get a touchdown no it took 5 minutes and 5 seconds to put a score on the board with only 6 minutes and 35 seconds left in the game that was painfully anemic it was painful to watch and it was an, it was A travesty to see our team do it. It was a waste of time. Such a waste of time, a third of the fans left the stadium before the end of the fourth quarter. That's the kind of waste of time it was. I love my Raiders, don't get me wrong. This is the team of the decades for me, it will always be. I am a Raider fan, true blue, forever. No matter what the team does, no matter what the record happens to be, that's what makes a Raider fan a Raider fan and not a let's-leave-the-burning-ship 49er fan or other fairweather fans in, in the division, the AFC, just like all those fans that are jumping ship on the New England Patriots right now. Let me talk about another thing that I just found absolutely ridiculous about this particular game well away from the 41-yard line, but pretty close. We had a fourth down and one. We went and Turner decided to punt the ball. Right then, we could have made a statement, not only to the other team, to the fans, and to our teammates, that we are here to win this game. Instead, mealy Mouth Turner, Mr. Rogers of the AFC decides to punt the ball and go ahead and waste more time give the ball away and don't give our our offense an opportunity to make a first down and continue to drive to score a touchdown no guts no glory what a weak-willed weak-minded man would make a great neighbor would make a great howdy duty but makes a terrible coach i will say that the coach not Kerry Collins was totally responsible for this failure to perform, failure to make his players aware of the urgency, and a failure to lead. This guy needs to get out of town right away. I hope that he's writing his wes- resume because I can assure you that if Al Davis does not fire him, he will get a plethora of letters from the Raider Nation including the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm sure Raider Take and other fans uh, that are on the Internet will bombard the Alameda facility with requests for his resignation. Norv Turner does not bring the winning attitude that we need in this team. The last good coach we had for this team was Gruden, and Gruden was the reason that we got to the Super Bowl. No other way around it. There's no way that Callahan was the coach that brought us to the Super Bowl. It was all on Gruden. This is the type of coach that we deserve as a team. And don't tell me we can't afford it, because that's a lie. The Oakland Raiders is a successful franchise because we have successful fans. We have fans that breed success, and we have fans that represent and buy Oakland Raiders garb, gear, and everything else from the team. This is a reason why the franchise is successful. The idea that Al Davis wants to fill up the stadium is a great one, and he can. But that's a marketing issue and has nothing to do with the success of the team or the failure of the team. Because there are a lot of failing teams that fill up the stadium. That's a marketing issue. It's not a winning or losing issue. So I don't agree with that at all. But as far as the Bronco game... The losing ball goes to Norv Turner for having such a cockeyed lack of urgency, lack of skill and pre- preparation for this game. Norv, get out. That's all I have to say. And Jimmy Ray, pack your bags, you're fired. And that's what I said throughout this game. I believe it's totally true. And I will tell you, once we get rid of these two jokers, it could be very difficult <laughs> to get anybody worse. When Norv Turner got hired, the first impression that I had as a Ra- Raider fan was he's a weak-willed, weak-willed individual that has no business running the Oakland Raiders. He is too mamby-pamby and walk in the line kind of a guy that doesn't put it where it is. Exactly what I thought has come to be, and it's a shame for the Oakland Raiders because this team, run by anyone else, would have a much better chance, even with Collins, to be successful. I will tell you that the rest of the season, I'll be looking forward to victories because that's what I am, a Raider fan. We can look forward to victories. We should cheer our team on. But I'll tell you that if we have one more loss, we should give Tui or Walter, an opportunity to show that they can run this team so that we can prepare our team for the future. The idea of getting retraded quarterbacks should be long history because there's a lot of fine quarterbacks that are coming out of the draft. We have two of them right now on the bench. We need to give these guys an opportunity to play and give them an opportunity to play with a great offense because this offense has a lot of potential. And it can be realized by these two quarterbacks, if only given the chance. So, that's what I have to say. That's the game recap. Next game is Washington. We can beat Washington. You know, I knew we could beat the Broncos. And we could have beat the Broncos if we had a a decent game plan. And not by Mr. Rogers, either. If we had a coach, we could have been successful. A coach that would have driven into the players the urgency of this game and at, when we were 17-0, and 0, didn't let them walk up to the line of scrimmage like they had all day to catch up. Because that is poor coaching and poor leadership. Like I said before, Turner, Jimmy Ray, you're fired. Anyways, until the pregame for the Washington Redskins, this is the Raider Nation podcast. If you have any comments, please go to my site, RaiderNationPodcast.com, and click on the comments section, or you can email me directly. I'd love to hear from you. Matter of fact, Raider Dave, I want to thank you for your reconsideration of Kerry Collins as the quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Your last comment was wonderful. I love to see it because it just solidifies the fact that I was correct in my assumption of the Collins' anemic performance throughout the season. He is our quarterback. We have to support him. However, I don't believe he's the guy. So, thank you, Dave. And Dave from Great Britain. Thank you so much for that 50 bucks. He's a guy. Here's a Raider fan from Great Britain, mind you, Raider fans. Who plop down the bucket, the ducats, excuse me, the buckets, the ducats to help the Raider Nation podcast with those videos of the tailgate. That is cool. And anyone else that wants to give five bucks, two bucks, one buck, anything, 50 cents towards the videos, because that's where the money's going. I I ain't making no money on this site. Trust you, me. But I don't want to make money. I just want to help pay for the great content that Randy puts in. Uh, It's a little expensive when it comes down to putting that stuff on, but it's a great thing for the fans. The fans overseas love to see the tailgate. We're spoiled here in Oakland area because we get to go to the games. We get to enjoy the tailgates. There's a whole lot of fans across the nation and around the world who never get to see the Coliseum parking lot, and that's what they're for. Thank you so much for your comments. Nilbilly boy, you are still awesome. And the Raider take, you are the bomb, Sean. You rock. Thank you, all the fans. Don't forget to vote Podcast Alley. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.